tomorrow for the way kind of easy dead set goes. That's his prime vehicle view over ceiling. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Isn't there real you can't nominate yourself as diving of the week? It was just a spectacle. It was probably one of the better games we'll see. Just just about doing, mate. Surely, there you go. That's outstanding. That much talent running around in our own backyard. Ladies and gentlemen, the semi-pros. The semi-pros. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. The skull. Thanks for joining us on another edition of the semi-pros. What a big weekend last weekend. Magic round was magic. Big Troy. Absolutely Sitting magic. Sitting beside me. He's a bit dusty still. Yeah. Big one. How we going? No, Troy, no, quite Joel. not, quite not. Cracking, cracking day, but yeah. X outstanding. Hasn't it been a great success story? Like a few things that tried to replicate it and things like that. I see, well, the AFL replicated yeah. it. Had a cracking weekend. Yeah. Um, what did they call theirs? Celebration. Gather Round. Gather Round, that's it. Gather, well, what's that? What's, gather Round. Magic gather Round. Yeah. Magic Round. Actually, just... Sounds not, so much better. It's not what I want to talk about, but on top of it there, what do you think of the... the I was mentioned not about a month ago, so ago now, so we're right up to date with this show, but um, about potentially the NRL season opener being in, like, Vegas. Mm. What? I'd like wild to go. Trip. Yeah, it should be a wild trip. <laughs> but, what, but, like, no, I mean... Uh, two shit teams. It's like Manly versus West what or you, something. Like, like do, you think it, do you think it actually serves the purpose of whatever Volandis and that's trying to do by doing that? I don't know what their purpose of it what is. Time yeah, well, I was going to say, what are they trying to achieve? What time will they play? Because, it, like, different time zones. Like, are they going to play... You, the yeah. old Sunday lunchtime here, which would be prime time America, or like midnight, yeah, <laughs> Saturday night over there. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I mean. I, it's I find it, and I tell you what as well. If you were one of the teams, I think there's a few of them saying, "Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to be a part of it." But geez, I reckon they'd have the chance to disrupt your season. Like oh your yeah, time zones, traveling, all that sort of stuff. But I got a better, I got a better idea for Peter Valandis. Don't worry about taking first round, or, or doesn't necessarily have a first round. Don't worry about taking games to Vegas. You know, what I reckon it'd be really good is if you had, you, know, you see a number of teams like what the. Eels took that game to Darwin. Yeah, there was a game last week in Wagga, wasn't it? Yep. Was that whoever? That's where the Tigers won. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon they should. They're going to base they, them out of there because they won I, there. <laughs> yeah, Bathurst, Bathurst. That is it. But there was a game at Wagga, so we're there as well recently. But I think I think they should have country round. Yeah, well they do it in every the game. Cup. Yes, and every game. So say the Broncos might take one to Toowoomba or wherever you know wherever it might be. So so those sort of areas and have have country round. That was the best when they come up here during COVID and played. Exactly. Roosters yeah, and Dragons. Exactly. Cracking game too. So so you'd imagine, so Canterbury should bring a game here. Here, yeah. Being that they're... They might do that though. Well, I, I just think that that would be a better... Yeah, um, I agree with you. For the game and grassroots and pro- provide opportunities there. Have country round. So every game, it's, it's basically, it's up to every... Rabbitohs take... Take one to Tari, Trelly's well, yeah, home Yeah, wherever it may be. And then that's right. They can sort of go wherever they think in the future, you know. And you, and you don't want it to be, say, like the Broncos taking one to Tweed Heads or something. Like, say, no, you've got to go to... Bush, Sherberg. Yeah, well, yeah. With your man, Cobbo. Yeah, Sal. Might have facilities. Kevy, wouldn't they have Kevy? good block. Wouldn't <laughs> Kevy would go out there. Sal <laughs> so would show him around. Shit coach. Good <laughs> He's block. <laughs> that was one of the best, that one, wasn't it? Like, oh, do I take it out of context? Okay, Selwyn. You did oh, it. I know, buddy. I don't understand <laughs> how. Yeah, oh, geez, they're only sitting here filming me. I can't understand how this got out. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been rock of the all-timers. But anyway, so 
All right, so let's look at for Haynes Wilson ITP armchair experts. What's a hip drop? So I don't know. I don't even know what it is. I'm asking. Genuine question here. I thought it genuine was genuine fan. Yeah, experts I, here to explain to me what a hip drop is. I thought it was where um, it's the bloke who's hanging off around the the waist, and then the deliberate slide down and twist on the legs, the back of the legs. That's what it. That's what it was, wasn't it? That's where it stemmed from. Trying to stop the bloke going like down on the back of the legs, causing the knee injury. Yeah. But now it just feels like anything around the legs is classified as a hip drop. Yeah. I think it's like if your weight come off off the ground in terms of both feet off the ground and swinging and around the back of the legs, that was the one they were trying to stop. But it feels like if you if someone gets past you and you tackle them about around the back of the legs, you're going for ten in the bin. Yeah. It's instant ten in the bin. That Parramatta and Broncos game in Darwin. It's ridiculous. There was two. They squared it up and said, "Right, oh, ma'am, you tackled him around you're the right. back of the legs. You're gone ten and, and hop good. They went for ten, but then the one they missed is probably the worst of them. Payne, uh, he with got Regan Campbell Gillard's, Gillard's out for eighteen weeks or whatever the hell. He yeah, <laughs> and Payne Arthur's got a week. And at the, on the night it was just a penalty. No, wasn't not, it? no not even a penalty. Not even, yeah, so that, and that, that's the problem with it. That's what I mean. Do you know what it is, Troy? What's a hip drop? Yeah, it's when they um, have weight down on the back of the leg, isn't it? That's what I've been told I, on the back of the leg weight on the yeah so that's anything that in terms of on the so back it's of pretty much if you what i can gather if you if your feet come off the ground you you're gone mm. you you've yeah. once your feet come off the ground and you've got something going on to the back of the legs in a tackle you're gone so alan langer would have played three yeah. game games in <laughs> nrl years you hate ago. to be a little bloke coming through in the yeah, that's way. the thing so the, How the smaller tackle blokes are just going to get what are they supposed to do so they're getting dragged. Are they supposed to let go? They, you're better off. You can't. Oh, no. You're better yeah. off, but you can't. You just, it's not in your head to do that. But so. that's what I mean. Like, as, as I've said, like, in the speed of the game and the split second to make a decision, how do you know, like you said, exactly that? Oh, I've got to drop off now because I'm putting pressure. So what they've probably got to start, probably got to go back to a little bit of old school, I suppose, when they're in that position and they're on the back, they've probably got to slide down instead of, you know. Cause no, but that's the problem, but isn't they're it? Stay, no, they're staying, like, around the hip area and then they're, like, Right. Their, their weight yeah, out. Yeah, you were saying. Whereas if they kind of the like the old round, you know, slide yeah. down more. But I mean, but it's hard. Like to, they'll probably still send you anyway. It's hard to coach it into people now. Yeah. And it's, no and it's because it. we're because we're in this era now of the <laughs> gang tackle and mm. uh, uh, like the the wrestle. Because it's all about slow the play the ball down. So I mean, it's actually now, isn't it? Like it, once you know, we grew up, remember playing tackle around the legs. Yep. That's yeah, that's the now that's that's a bad tackle because yeah, obviously exactly. he, the belly off, hits the ground. He's up and plays the ball, or they quick. get the offload. Yeah, because like, there's a game all of a sudden you, you do the old classical around the legs, cut them down there around the ankles. That's a you like you know it's a bad tackle. Yeah, you know yeah, that, quick quick play the ball offload. Yeah, quick play that's the ball. Said, you know because like ankles. I said like you know I remember watching a lot of those different guys and those coaches and stuff like that sort of saying like you know when you're at the ball, your your belly hit the ground so you bounce up play the ball. Yeah. So what are you trying to do as an opposition where Craig Bellamy that brought in? That's where they brought in that. But roll them on the back. Roll them right. on the back. So if you're trying to roll someone on the... So if you're tackling me and I'm trying to hit my belly and, and, and your your directive is is get him on his back, what's going to happen? What's happening now? You know, did, did, you know my question is, is like, did, do you think, have they just... Is, have they taken... It's a contact sport. Like, I, I, I know you want to protect injuries and things sort of with all these HIAs and things like that that are happening and all the different stuff that's going on and, and no one wants to see any of it. But it is still... It's a tough, brutal sport. 
I don't think any of them are ever genuinely trying to hurt each other. No, no. Like you look at Nanai the other day when he did his. His first reaction was like, "Oh shit!" And yeah, looked at the referee exactly. And sort of went, "Yeah, yeah," and then they marched him. You know, there's there's no longer the I've been talking before off air, like the Tommy Veronica stays, or you know, the flying elbows, or the mm. you know, like <laughs> that doesn't that that's there's no intent there to hurt when you're tackling someone like that. No, it's it, like Troy said, it's just stop them at all costs. That's what that's, and that's what you're always taught coming through. Just put your body in front of them and get a yeah. hold of them, literally. Yeah. And if they get past you. Jump on their back and tap yeah. them to the ground. Yeah. So you know, I just, I just wonder where, and it's probably an age-old debate, and I know we're in an era now as well as they sort of say where we're trying to get protection for players, and we've seen a lot of different issues with concussions and things like that that have happened. But I mean, even I'll bring up another one. Dead said it's nearly to the point now you ca- you can't touch the kicker. No. Oh. Like some of them are ridiculous. Like, did they you see are. actually one I saw on speaking of the the Tigers a couple of weeks ago when the, they got a penalty and then he cha- Appy challenged it because obviously in the motion of him tackling Cleary, but because he hit Cleary straight away, instant you know, penalty. If Coruscant doesn't challenge it a few weeks ago, there's a right in front of the sticks. Yeah, like you can't, your dead set can't touch the kicker. Yeah, n- nothing. If they're in the air, you can't touch them. Well, even if they're it's not in the, the air, day, they just kind of. Give him a little yeah shove. Yeah. Not even a shove. I, this that irks me that when they lay down looking for the penalty, if you lay down looking for a, like if the ref hasn't blown it, and you're laying down looking for a penalty, you should have to go off a HIA. Yep, you're going because it's, it's basically 15 minutes, isn't it? So if they yep. say if the independent doctor ever says right, you're right. Even if you're holding your neck or you're laying down in a tackle, if you're hurt, get off. Get off. Yeah, if you lay down, in front of, if you have to lay down, you even can, if you if get the penalty, I reckon you still got to go. Yeah, off. I agree. I agree. The way to do it. stop it pretty quickly. And then the other one I want to ask you about is the old... Uh, it raised its head again a few weeks ago with the Jack White and signing and saying, oh, it's bad for clubs and the way it happens mid-season. Should there be... Do you think there is merit in this transfer window? So the way it is at the moment, obviously, past whatever date you can sign which, which, with whichever Is club. it November 1? So, whenever it is. Like, do you, like, do you, well, do you have a problem with, say, middle of the season, Jack White and says, I'm going to Redfern... Ricky gets out in the press conference a week later and cries. <laughs> you know, just make more memories with the boys that Whiten said in his interview. And then just jog on for the rest of the year. But you know, as a, if you're turning up to Bruce Stadium or whatever it's called now. Milk Stadium. Or your, your main man's, he's... He's in return. Like, is it... Is it is, what do you think? That's just part of professional sports. Mm. I just don't know. Ugh. It works in certain places. I don't know if it's going to work here. Why? Because we're different. Why? <laughs> well, what do you mean? What, what do you mean oh, by I that? I suppose it would. It, it takes what do you mean t- that it works in different places? Oh, I just think it works well in... Well, it works in the States. In the NBA? They, but mind you, they are used to it, I suppose. So what, what I'm trying to say is it probably would take us a bit of time to adapt. Just uh, rugby league fans are... But wouldn't it be better? So say Jack Whiten plays out the rest of this season, like say like a Kyrie Irving played out this season with the Dallas Mavs. You, you know he's going to be there till the end of the season. You don't know if he's going to be there next year. But he, but Kyrie Irving's decision will not be made until the off-season, whether he resigns or goes somewhere else. As opposed to Kyrie, say, the middle of the season, saying, next year I'm signing with the Lakers, but plays out the rest of that year with Dallas. Why, why couldn't it be better if Jack Whiten, as I said, who you knew, you knew was off contract, yeah. plays out this season, and then in the off-season, he signs with, with South. So 
So there's never been there's there's definitely oh, no, there's been season he signs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, I think that's a great example of what yeah. I just don't know fans would appreciate that a lot more. Mm. Mm. I don't know. They should have a So what you, well, what's the answer? Just leave it as is. It's working as it is now. Is it working? Yeah. Well, I'm asking questions here. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Pipe down then. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking the question. No, yeah, I'm genuinely asking the question. Does it? I don't. Know. I think it works at the moment. It still works. Has it been yeah, that been much like, uproar about the the Jack White thing from the Canberra Raiders fans? I'd say so. The old, you say so. Or, he's not, well, he's I'm not, asking the questions here. <laughs> Has there been James? <laughs> Look, I can't give. I can't answer that with a definitive answer. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. If you're a Raiders fan, how do you feel right now? You're a dye in the world, bleed green and well, lime and whatever. I'll, I'll jump on that. All right. Last year, Parramatta, it was announced. Didn't ask losing, Parramatta. No, no, but I'm, you're, you're asking the questions and I'm giving you my answer. <laughs> they announced that Reid Marnie down. was off to the dogs yeah. and yeah. Isaiah Papali off the Tigers, yes. right? Yeah. That was during the year. Yeah. No issues because you know that they're going to backfill those spots. As yep. I'm a diehard Eels man. I yeah. have been since I could talk. Yeah. And yeah, I was a bit filthy that they were going, but I, you're still running red hot or however you're going for the year. You just think, oh, well, now we're just going to have to double down and we're going to have to win it this year because we've got two of our best players leaving for next year. you got to think on the flip side, but... So, and I know we can as well. So, like, you got a team that's going pretty well and you got two players that they'd reached, they'd signed, but they were given 100%. And I think Whiten's the same. He's played for a long time. Yeah. They respect him. He's coming. He's going to commit... And play well for a season, but it's when you got a team that's struggling, and you got a player that's going, yeah, I'm checked out. Yeah, yeah that's totally right. That's out. right. Yeah, it's that's probably that's, the issue is. That's right because I suppose I was okay with it because Parra were flying, and your players were always going to put in. going good. Yeah. They want to go out in a high. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I said I genuinely asked the question. Like, well, maybe you say, well, no, it's it, it worked. We've got the best of a bad situation. It's never a good situation. Players sign with other clubs, no matter what, no matter what way you look at it. Yeah. But maybe say this is the best way to do it because but clubs can prepare now. Like yeah. so, Raiders are now said, righto, we've got a bucket load of cash now. Dollars. Yeah. Or would you be better off as I said, you go to the off season and think, okay, hopefully he stays or whatever else like that. Yeah, now I think it's better someone. now. I think it's better the way it is because then you've got the time to prepare. Because get to the off season and what happens if Luke Brooks is already you know re-signed and so on and so. And then all of a sudden, White goes, I'm jumping the ship. And nothing going, available. Shit, what good. do we do now? Yeah. At least now that's out in the open, they've made the decision, rightio, now they can prepare for it. What do you reckon about a trade window? Just being like, use the I don't NBA mind example. It. Like, I say, say, I... Out a, say out a trade window. So for disgruntled players or if you want to... Yeah, I don't mind it because it's like the old White and Rotto go now then, pal. Pack your bags. You didn't want to be here next year. You can... So almost like the, say, uh, I just... I don't know. Broncos going well, and they, oh, well, actually, we can just pick him up. We can six pick months. up a White, and we can offload a so and so. Tell you what, there'd be a few St. George players going in the window at the moment. If there was one, Low <laughs> Max would be putting his hand up, Johnny, to go. I just don't know about the the like when you talk about a trade window because look how much it threw the NBA season on its head. Well, they've got one. Brooklyn, that's the thing. Yeah, you Brooklyn, got a team that Brooklyn could become went, a bottom. Brooklyn they're going went from top. Brooklyn went from being a red hot chance of winning the chip to. They've got none. Just like that. Yeah. Just like that. The Lakers went from, they're not even going to make the 10, to they've got a legitimate shot now, to the point where a team like Memphis, who've been on a top team all year, were worried about the West. Lakers squeeze in 
on the back of some good trades that they made at the trade deadline made themselves better. Now all of a sudden your reward for finishing the season with the second best record in the West is here, meet this team that's that's just snuck in, but uh, mm. you know they've retooled at the right time. Yeah. You know you're not you're not playing a standard seven seed. Yeah, but you offload some players too who will then go and do good things for other teams. Yeah, so but I I, I just think I've, it always rears its head. Like, like you know you look at that. Like you, you use Brooklyn for example, yeah. they went from being favourites to hundred to one. They still made the finals. They had players like Sten- Spencer Dimwitty and that. You know, they just but they rock went, how'd they go? In, yeah, like busteds. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't an, uh, a true representation of a four seed or whatever they were. I can't remember three seed, yeah. whatever they were, six seed. Sorry, because they got pasted by. Yeah, two. okay, but would you rather be them or Dallas right now? <laughs> well, they both finished in the same position. Yeah, and one's got. Not winning potentially, a chip. one's potentially set up for the future, knowing that what they had they weren't going to win it with. Offloaded the shit, so to speak. Yeah, pick up a couple of um, fringe players and a heap of draft picks. You know what I mean? And reload yeah. at the right time. Who would you rather be? Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, Dallas. So no, you're Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. 100%. You'd rather no, be Brooklyn every yeah, other 100%, week, wouldn't you? Hundred percent. So what it's saying. like, all right, are we a legitimate chance here of winning the title? Probably not. Right, let's pull the ripcord now. Someone's going to push the chips in for our one star that we've got left here. Yeah. Let's get what we can get so we can now plan out the future. Yeah. With Aussie Ben riding pine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Again, I know what you mean. But so that, that's why I just say it's such an interesting conversation because I found it interesting that it popped up. I think the draft, that's the, the trade, only like it works so well in the NBA because they've got the draft system. Yeah. Like, it probably won't work as well in the NRL because there's no draft, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, there's not, an, there's not another way. It's just a team that's sort of chasing that Matt Lodge, for example, Yeah, that, to fill a top 30 that can be an injury yeah. replacement. Yeah. Pangai Jr. sort of. But dead set, I tell you, that's why I was like, on the show last week, I nearly wanted to rock Ricky Stewart, seriously. Like, the tears in the uh, oh, fresh con. No, I nearly wanted to rock the... Oh, it's been a real tough week for Jack White and a real... No, it hasn't. <laughs> it wasn't been a tough week. He's just... Just declared I'm going to get out to play with the brothers at bloody Redfern. All the No all, Limit book crew. All Christmases came in May. Yeah. I'm potentially going to go and win a couple of rings. That's what I want to do. And you're saying it's been a tough it's week It's been a me. real tough week for Jack and he's crying on the field and oh, yeah. My problem with Ricky was, as someone pointed out, I don't know who had there, that hang on, Ricky, were you, were you crying for the Titans when you were trying to poach for feeder? Mm. But that's part of the game. 100%. That's and part Ricky of the game. But he pissed off to the dogs. I was going to say, and the roosters and yeah. the eels. So, I don't, yeah, I don't get it, to be honest. I, I found, I just, you know, people say, oh, you know, we care about the club and we've done this sort of stuff. And you're like, come on now. you Poor Ricky. Misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too much for me. Anyway. What do you think? That's our Armchairs Experts uh, segment with thanks to Haynes Wilson. We'll take a break. Shot clock's up next. We're going to look into the crystal ball. Who is Haynes Wilson? They're mortgage brokers. They'll find the right loan for you and they'll manage the whole process from start to finish. Whether it's your first home, refinancing your current dwelling or in an investment, they have access to loans from a host of Australia's leading lenders. They're not just here to help you find a loan with the right fit. They're here to make the whole process easier. Professionalism at every turn. Pick up the phone and call today. Haynes Wilson. 45999113. Considering who to trust with your tax return and other financial affairs is a big decision. You can trust ITP Toowoomba. 
Your local ITP tax agent at Four Tourist Road is a specialist in tax for individuals, business and public servants. ITP was voted Australia's most trusted accounting and tax service. Maybe it's the attention to detail. Maybe it's the professional and friendly service. Or maybe it's because they know you'd rather be doing what you love and leave it to the professionals. Leave it to ITP Toowoomba. Phone them today and book an appointment. 46327688. Alpine Refrigeration are your local heating and cooling experts servicing southwest Queensland with branches located in Toowoomba and Gatton. They deliver superior sales, service and project design to local commercial and domestic clients, plus offer customised air conditioning and refrigeration solutions for work or home. Alpine Refrigeration is 100% Australian owned and operated and actively involved within the business and local community. Alpine Refrigeration, your local heating and cooling experts. Check out the website at alpinerefrigeration.com.au or phone 46178555. Where's the home of live sports in the Garden City? The Southern Hotel Bar 839. Of course, big screens, atmosphere, you'll think you're at the game. $15.95 all-day main meal specials. Courtesy bus from 6pm to 1am every Friday and Saturday. Live music every Friday and Saturday night until late. Free pool all day every Sunday. Bar 839 is your place. Settle in for a day or night of fun, food, sport and great company. Bar 839, something for everyone. The Semi-Pros. You are listening to the Semi Pros. Thanks for your company on the show for the Southern Hotel Shot Clock this week. Want to just want to do a bit of crystal balling, guys. So fast forward to uh, October one. Might play this again, October one. See how accurate you are. Right, Um, okay. I'll tell you what. I'll ask you five questions at once, Troy. You're up first. Right? Okay. Who won the NRL minor premiership? Sharks. Who won, won the Dallium? The, the Dally M. Yeah. The bloke from the Sharks. Nicker. Yep. Ash's result. Aussies. By? 2-1. 2-1. Good series. Jeez, yeah. it was good. <laughs> oh, can't wait. 2-1. Yeah, I think. Yeah, 2-1. Yeah. Kyrie Irving is signed to play for who in the next NBA season? Ah, uh, he's staying at the... Mavs? Mavs, yep. Well, he has. That's what's happened. Did, <laughs> did a Toowoomba horse win a group one during the Winter Carnival? No. <laughs> Jeez. Well... You want the answers? I'm giving to you. Yeah. No, they didn't. Joel went close, just missed. Who won? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, who won the NRL minor premiership? Ah, uh, jeez, Panthers. Mm. Did it again. Dally M. Nico. Ashes. Uh, ashes for ashes, dust to dust. <laughs> <laughs> We've got it back. Yeah. What was yes. the score? Three, three one. Three one. Yeah. Three, what did you one. say, Troy? Two one. Two one. Yeah, no, Bit of weather. Me. Yeah, a bit of weather, but um, that was the draw. But then, yeah, we came out and smashed him. Davey Warner, player of the series? Uh, no, dropped after the first test. <laughs> <laughs> Unsurprisingly. Candace come out and said it was Mitchell uh, Johnson's fault. Yeah. Oh, there's my rock. Corey Irving is... Corey, Corey, do you? <laughs> so much hate her. She just... Oh, yeah, cannot call. Corey Irving. The one question her. they should ask her more about is Sonny Bill Williams, in my view. <laughs> Great bloke or not? <laughs> Uh, Kyrie is a Laker. Ooh. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna work. Toowoomba horse does a Toowoomba horse win a Group One during the Winter Carnival? Did it? Yes, it did. <laughs> Which one? Yellow Brick. Yeah. What did it win? Uh, won the Stradbroke. <laughs> good three year olds got a good record. They Stradbroke. do. Yes. Uh, end Assembly went close too. 
Did it? They yeah. quinelled it, did they? We went very close. <laughs> Party till dawn. afterwards too. Right, do you want to ask me the questions? Go on, mate. Who won the NRL minor premiership? Broncos. Did they? Yeah. By how many? A thousand. No, I reckon they'll just finish on top. Yep. And the Daly M. Yeah, Nico. He's already won it now, hasn't yeah. he? When we're recording. He's him or paying ass, I reckon. But anyway, yeah, Nico. He's just a weapon. The Ashes. Uh, I think England will win. No! Oh, no. Hey. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. Oh, what no, I will score? I'll go Troy's on 2-1. Oh, I've got to walk out. You can't tell me that that's not impossible, though. No, it's not impossible. Uh, was I, Australian. Was, was, I, I, just, also, was I, I also the only one that said I just, that we wouldn't beat India? I can't say it. <laughs> no, I know. It, it, it was really difficult. I actually nearly wanted to take that out because I thought I don't want to say what I want to say. I'm going to ask you what the state of origin score was. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? 3-0 to Queensland <laughs> Don't you see it <laughs> What's the next question Corey Where's he playing this year oh, I don't know Oh that's helpful Yeah, yeah oh, You need to um, I think you might be right Joel. I reckon he'll go back with his Well given that he was there In bloody game one But did you see He was also out I saw him pop up somewhere else At another game Might have been Sacramento for the last game Of Warriors Jeez and I wouldn't mind that Warriors in Sacramento He was there or something I wouldn't mind seeing him go to Sacramento some honours, Fox, fair lineup. What if he? What if he goes to Golden State? Um, and what's the last question? Two more questions. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I with I'm with you. I think you're right there with. Um, I reckon Yellow Brick can win the strategy. So do I. Should be massive, huge. It's mm. a good horse. I tell you what would it's be. Real, I tell, I tell you they like for someone that we all know it would be really good. I'd love to see Russian Alliance win the TJ. Oh, yeah, I don't know if it's heading in that direction. What they're doing, but geez. imagine that. Not a campy. Yeah, so be a party at KNR for a week, month. We'd a still month be partying on October one. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Anyway, that's a look at the crystal ball with um, yeah. Larry Cassidy in the saddle. LV. Yes, sir. It's a great steer. You told you that. Yeah. It's, it's it was outstanding. It was a good steer. You were potting him. I was yeah, like, I was. I, I was like, where's a, he going on this? I was like, I reckon that was an absolute. I went back and the replay. Ride. It was a good ride. Masterful ride. That was you're talking about his first, not first up win, the one in the, the first one at one in town. Yeah. Yeah, it's one couple since then. 16. Mm-hmm. You're fine. <laughs> That's a look at the shot clock presented to you by the Southern Hotel. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll have a look at uh, really a few local legends. Some stories of down memory lane. Who is Haynes Wilson? They're mortgage brokers. They'll find the right loan for you and they'll manage the whole process from start to finish. Whether it's your first home, refinancing your current dwelling or in an investment, they have access to loans from a host of Australia's leading lenders. They're not just here to help you find a loan with the right fit, they're here to make the whole process easier. Professionalism at every turn. Pick up the phone and call today. Haynes Wilson, 4599-9113. Are you a footy fan and want to head to Brisbane for the game but don't want to drive or can't find a designated driver? Let Shuttlebug do the work for you. Shuttlebug offers a drop-off and drop-home service to any of the big games in Brisbane, whether it's the Broncos, Dolphins, Reds or Lions. So what are you waiting for? Get your group together and call Shuttlebug to book your night at the footy. Shuttlebug Toowoomba, call 0407 728 780. Inquire via the website www.shuttlebugtbar.com.au or email shuttlebug11 at gmail.com. Shuttlebug and the footy. Now that's a winning combo. Where's the home of live sports in the Garden City? 
The Southern Hotel Bar 839. Of course, big screens, atmosphere, you'll think you're at the game. $15.95 all-day main meal specials. Courtesy bus from 6pm to 1am every Friday and Saturday. Live music every Friday and Saturday night until late. Free pool all day every Sunday. Bar 839 is your place. Settle in for a day or night of fun, food, sport and great company. Bar 839, something for everyone. This is Power FM. You're listening to the Semi Pros. You are listening to the Semi Pros for Hogan's Family Jewelers. We're going to have a look at uh, a trip down memory lane. Actually, uh, Wednesday just gone. It was a big day down there for Lockie and the team. They had uh, the uh, business at dusk mm. showcase down there at Hogan's Family Jewelers. Good, Plenty it? around. Yeah, just, just flash showroom. Nice, eh? oh, yeah, he's done a great job down there. So if you haven't seen it, go down and check it out. He's sold nearly everyone on the panel here a ring at some stage. He's done well. <laughs> he's done well. He has. Hasn't it? He's done well. He's got plenty. Yeah, so, but, uh, yeah, no, the best in the business, so go and see that. So, uh, trip down memory lane. What have we got? What are we reminiscing about? Oh. Tell, tell uh, us about your career for all. No. Uh, we can talk about it a bit in cricket, but... Dugong. Lol Teske. Let's have a chat about Lol. Yeah. Lol Teske. The man who... It's actually quite fitting, because... At the moment, Toowoomba have, uh, aren't playing in the Super League comp. There's been a bit of oh, really? drama around it. Um, I'm not sure what's happened, but um, uh, apparently at the moment they're out of the South East Queensland League. So they're starting their own live. Who knows? <laughs> no. Lyle Teske might be. But, um, but yeah, Toowoomba's not in the comp at the moment. So right. that could bring a premature... Well, you wouldn't call it premature because he's pretty gone 10 years too long, but... It might bring an end to Lyle's career. Would be a chance. If I think if Toowoomba stay out of the comp and aren't brought back in, I think that will put his sign seal his um, fate. That'll seal his fate of um, yeah for the end of his career. So yeah, and what a career it's been. Mm. Um, Outstanding. So this bloke, we'll talk about this, this the other day. He's played in he's played in the state men's team over three decades. So he played in the 90s. He played in 99. Yeah. He played in the O's, 10s, and... Uh, four, sorry, in the 20s. He's played in four. Oh, wow. Across four four decades. So that... How old is the man? He'd be... <laughs> <laughs> he looks like that comb over. Haircut <laughs> <laughs> he's got. But no, he's, uh, yeah, he'd be 43 or 42 or something. Oh, that's a good golf at the yeah, moment as well. Yeah, he's a talented sportsman. Mm. But to play over that, that long... To cover four decades, um, you know, and he had it was a bloke. You, you probably think it's these type of blokes come in and it's you know, it's easy. They they're in the team and they play for that long. Well, he he took a long time to actually crack into the team. That's right. He um he was in the state team. He actually he had an accident, a car accident. Yeah. Come back and played cricket after that. Um, was struggling to get in the state team. Got it back in the state team. Uh, couldn't crack the Australian team for a fair while and then uh, got his chance in 2005, I think it was, 2005, 2006. Um, and since then, he um, it, and even in that that team, he was we actually dropped him as the keeper for the final, World Cup final once. He kept the whole tournament. He played the whole tournament. <laughs> and um, myself and the coach dropped him. He's never... Yeah, he's never... Why, mate? Attitude adjustment? Ah, uh, no, we just... <laughs> what, we thought we needed, what, we, what we needed to win the final. I don't think he's ever let me live it down, really. But um, 
Yeah, and then after that, he took over, he started captain the team in 2012, I think it was. Yeah. He was captain ever since. So he's the most, I think he's, him and another bloke are probably the most capped players ever. He'd be the most capped captain ever, and he's won, he's played the most World Cups. And won the most World Cups. And right? won, the, won the most World Cups. Yeah. yeah. So, fantastic. Uh, for that bloke, there's a little trip down memory lane. Lol oh, Teske. What a, if he has got, if he has finished, what a career he has had. Outstanding. Joel, mm. what have you got? Um, yeah, we spoke about his brother well, last week making his debut for the uh, Clydesdales, Jordan Lip. Yep. But um, just having a bit of a think there before, off air talking to you, but um, this is probably a good one, Hayden Lip. A, um, yep. His older brother, originally from Wandowan, um, obviously the, the captain these days of the, uh, the Gatton Hawks, does a mighty fine job, gets them flying down there at Gatton, but... Um, I played with Hayden in under-18s, actually, for South up here. Yep. And, um, God, he was talent. He was proper good. Um, just one of those off-the-cuff footballers. This would have been, bloody 2010, I suppose. But, um, yeah, he was just something else. And then, obviously, went down to Ipswich Jets, played under the Walker brothers down there at the Jets, and floated around the Q Cup there for a long time before... Settling back in the TRL, but I thought when the Clydesdales were announced that he probably would have been a pretty handy yeah, signing for Yeah, he said that him. initially, yeah. Yeah, I thought that him and, you know, uh, McGrady or him and Duggan or whoever they wanted to settle with in the halves, like, he's... I remember one day we played against Newtown. And they had Josh Duncan and they had yep. good side, proper good side, Mitchie Coiner and that. And we played Newtown up at the Oval. It was a prelim to get in the GF. And just the vision, like, we he fed the scrum on our 20. It was about five minutes to play and just punted this thing downfield. Like, you know, like, we're on our 20, you know. We had a full set of six, and he just – we had this real quick bloke on the wing, Jariah Goodrich, he went to grammar, yeah. and he just mowed it home, you know, hands and heels. Scored under the sticks. But just, the vi- like, the vision and the – I suppose the awareness, like, as a footballer, just – yeah, as it was a young fellow. Yeah, just a young bloke like that, and like fairly layer up, and had a fair bit of style about him. Yeah, he was a classy player, but um, he wouldn't. He'd be thirty this year, I reckon. Hayden, he's younger yeah. than me, so. But um, yeah, I think that he played in the halves with St Mary's at Confraternity. Him and uh, Ben Cook. Yeah, Cookie okay. is yep. obviously at South nowadays yep. in town, but um, they were a pretty good halves parent. But yeah. There you go. Bit of a trip down memory lane. Hayden Lip, he's still floating around the TRL. Probably will be for another 10 years, I'd imagine. Be one of those blokes that'll never give it away and probably still playing a dinner suit and carve him up. <laughs> Good goal kicker too. Yeah. Kicking blindfold. I remember we used to get to training and coach would be like, right, oh, this is what we're doing. And Lippy would say, no, nah, no, nah, we're playing forcey backs. <laughs> Just run the show, you know. Just one of those sort of fellas. But that's probably his undoing, I reckon. He hated training. <laughs> there you go. Well, my trip down memory lane, I was thinking... Actually, it's probably in sad circumstances or unfortunate circumstances that reminded me of it. I saw a thing pop up on Facebook the other day, and um, and it was um, Michael Beatros, so a former boxer and coach around here, and and he and he he put up a post saying, "Does anyone um, know how Daryl Hiles is going?" So Daryl Hiles is another boxer from around here. Went to the Olympics, fought Costa Zoo in his debut. Was a very decorated amateur and. Um, as the story goes, unfortunately for Daryl, sort of fell on tough times. Sort of, he was even homeless, just been seen around the streets of Toowoomba. So Mick Beatross sort of just put a thing up saying, oh, has anyone heard, you know, can I get in touch? You know, that he's doing okay or sort of thing. And, and anyway, and it sort of it reminded me of, it was 1996. So I was in grade nine. And I remember being there. I was out at the showgrounds. And I don't know who 
But anyway, so there was Bill this, Morty promoted it, didn't he? Not that one. That's another one. That's when um, November Nation Yearler fought. That's yeah. a different show, yeah. So, and anyway, there was a, and you'd probably back me up with this, Joel. I could say this respectfully, but state titles aren't quite what they were now in boxing. Like it seems to be pretty easy to yeah. Fight. But back then it was sort of pretty tough. So you had oh yeah. So it was the lightweight. Way more fighters back then. Yeah. So they're in the lightweight division, and in Toowoomba there was a state title fight, ten rounders as well. Then yep. Um, Mick Beatross, who was sort of up and comer, sort of, and Daryl Hiles, as I said, had sort of been there a bit and done that. But anyway, so two Toowoomba blokes fighting for that, and you can imagine the atmosphere. There, it was Would have been insane. unbelievable. The people there cheering for Mick Beatross and people cheering for Daryl Hiles. It was. Yeah, it was unbelievable. So an incredible fight and with the distance and Beatross beat him on points so to win the state title. They Would have been a f- hell of a fight. Oh, it was Beatross an incredible fight. Work yeah, like an yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Holly's it, half classy. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, and yeah, and then Mick Beatross, yeah, just all work, work, work and just sort of pressure fighter and stuff like that. But yeah, I just remember as a kid and it was such a big thing to have two Toowoomba guys who were fighting for a Queensland title in Toowoomba and the crowd was just going ballistic. Brennan Smith would have trained Mick Beatross too, wouldn't he? Um, yeah, I, I think so. That's I, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure. So and then, and then actually, just so if you look at boxing, I looked it up because I, I was thinking about it when I saw that, and then I didn't actually realise this. Then they fought again a second time for the Queensland Super Light, like lightweight and super lightweight. So in the second fight, Beatross stopped holes in sort of the eighth or ninth round. So, but yeah, just to think of that, as I said, like that was, you know, some pretty um, old school. Boxing in the Darling Downs out at the old showgrounds there in the pavilion. Yeah, freezing. Would and, have been. Uh, and yeah, and uh, the two Toowoomba boys slugging it out for the state title. And, and yeah, Mick Beatross was. Sad story, Darrell Holes, isn't it? Yeah, it is actually. You know, as I, said, I like, remember Brennan telling me one time um, when he was in Costa's Corner, he went down there and he, I remember him telling me the story that he was the cut man for the, the fight. For Hull, he was in Holes' Corner as the cut man. Who was? Brendan Smith. So, yeah. so, da- so Darrell Holes fought Costa Zoo in his professional debut. Yeah. His first ever pro fight. Yep. And so Brennan said, I'm there in the corner and um, look down to get the adrenaline ready. You know, when you get a cut, you put the adrenaline in it. I look down to get the adrenaline ready and next thing, Holes, he's on the floor, is all over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Because, and, uh, and, they, and again, like stories of folklore or whatever, as they say at the time, they said, oh, geez, is this, because no one knew who Costa Zoo was or what he was going to do. He was just this kid from Russia with a fair amateur record and they put him in against an Olympian. And who hung got, out here after the Olympics, yeah. fair pedigree. So they sort of like, was it? And then as the story goes, well, actually, I remember I interviewed Kostya for something once here and I asked if it was true around. So the story was because he had limited English and Johnny Lewis said, let's just win the first round. Kostya thought he meant let's win, win it in the first, first round. round. Yeah. So Kostya, I, I don't think it would have mattered to be, you know, his history nah. would, wouldn't have mattered what he said to him. <laughs> he was winning in the first round. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, but that, that was one, that was a big fight in Toowoomba at the time. It was a huge fight. So Daryl Holes and Mick Beatross. So 1996. Jeez. There you go. Some great. Uh, it was a while back. Yeah. So anyway, that's a trip down memory lane. That's our uh, segment brought to you with thanks to Hogan's Family Jewelers. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll for Shuttlebug, we'll have a look at what's on this weekend and uh, wrap up the show. Considering who to trust with your tax return and other financial affairs is a big decision. You can trust ITP Toowoomba. Your local ITP tax agent at Four Tourist Road is a specialist in tax for individuals, business, and public servants. ITP was voted Australia's most trusted accounting and tax service. Maybe it's the attention to detail. Maybe it's the professional and friendly service. Or maybe it's because they know you'd rather be doing what you love and leave it to the professionals. Leave it to ITP Toowoomba. Phone them today and book an appointment. 4632 7688. 
Toowoomba Truck Spares is your authorised dealer for Western Star, Man, Dennis Eagle, Cummins and Detroit Diesel. We also specialise in parts to suit all makes of heavy duty trucks and trailers. We have a comprehensive range of parts, making us your one-stop parts shop. Toowoomba Truck Spares, 497 to 501 Boundary Road, Toowoomba. Or check out the website, www.ttspares.com.au and make sure you like us on Facebook. Hogan's Family Jewelers is Toowoomba's premier family-owned jewellery store. Three generations have been serving Toowoomba and the Darling Downs for the past 74 years. Hogan specialise in handcrafting, engagement, wedding and eternity rings and all fine jewellery using only the highest quality GIA certified diamonds and hand-selected gemstones from the most renowned regions in the world. Lockie has a passion for designing beautiful, unique pieces for his clients and is available by appointment for consultation. Visit Lockie Hogan and the team at 243 Margaret Street, Toowoomba. Hogan's, for those who prefer quality. You're listening to The Semi-Pros on Power FM. You are listening to The Semi-Pros. Well, thanks to Shuttleburg Toowoomba. Let's have a look at what's happening in sport across this weekend. As we always say, get out and support some local sport. Shuttlebug. T-Bar, the boys there doing trips down to the footy on the weekend. So if you're looking to head down to Suncorp, whether it's for the NRL, whether it's for the rugby, whether it's for the AFL... Uh, travel with Shuttlebug T-Bar, then pick you up, drop you off at the stadium, pick you up, take you home. So make it pretty simple for you. So also there are a number of other different tours across uh, the region. Jump on and have a look at them on social media or on the website, Shuttlebug T-Bar. Right, what's happening this weekend? Joel, what's happening in the TRL and the Clydies? Uh, the Clydies back in town. The boys are back, back in town. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Back up at Clive Berghoff for 5 p.m. tonight, Saturday night. Taking on the Northern Pride. I'll be up there. It'll be a good game. Yep. Hopefully uh, looking to, to get another win. Uh, and then in the TRL uh, this round, we have Warwick and Dolby out at Warwick on Saturday night, 6.30. Then have Valleys and Highfields at Valleys, 6.30. Uh, on Sunday, we go to Gatton and see Gatton take on the reigning premiers, the Waddles Warriors, down at Carl Park. Um, Gundy take on Oakey out of Gundy. South Tigers take on the Newtown Lions at a Gold Park. And to finalise the round, Pittsworth Danes take on the Brethren out at Pittsworth. God's country. Right. Right, there we go. Right, Troy, what do you got? What's happening? Oh, Risden Cup. You got the uh, Toowoomba City Bears taking on uh, Uni up there at uh, Heritage. Uh, we got the Rangers taking on the uh, Gatton Black Pigs. Uh, Gundawindi are going to host uh, the Condamine Cods out there at Gundy. Uh, we've got Roma who are going to host Dolby as well. So, yeah, good round of uh, rugby there in the Risden Cup. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff Skeen. Come on, boys. Wrap it up, eh? Wrap it up. Come on. That, that really tells us we're over time. So, righto, I'll have a look at um, something else that's happening this weekend. AFL oh. Darling Downs. What are you up to? Round four. For this weekend, which will be the 13th of, uh, of May. Jeez, who would have thought flying through the year? Dolby Swans at home to South Toowoomba Bombers out there at Dolby. South Burnett hosting the uh, the Redbacks at Kingaroy. Big one here locally. Coolaroo at home to uh, the Gundawindi Hawks. Your man still running around for the Roos? Sheathy? Yeah, he's still going around. Busted the. I think he might have hurt the car from the first round, but I think he's back now. I don't know. Booting the Sharon. Yeah. Sending up the Tories. And then, and then another good local derby here, University and Tigers out there at uh, USQ. So that's a look at what's happening 
this weekend. So as we always say, get out and support some um, some local sport. Um, we always say whether it's juniors, whether it's seniors. There's plenty happening, isn't there? Whether it's junior rugby league, we've seen junior basketball. Do I tell you what? That that's a spectacle. If you if good? you've ever <laughs> you want to see a spectacle, go and watch under nines play basketball. <laughs> They're flying too. What? Flying like first, the Eagles that they are. First two weeks of the season, kept their team undefeated. Uh, kept their team scoreless. You've got to let them score they something, were, haven't had, you? They had four players too, second round. Jeez. 4v5. How many they put up? 16. 16 week, zip. Yep. And then the week, the round one was 28 zip. Yep. Flying. Just dead yes. set airborne, the boys. So, um, a few gritties getting around too, aren't there? A few, oh, there's a bit of few, everything. A few goggles and oh, yes. a few sleepers. Oh, God. <laughs> there's all sweets. <laughs> That's no, I tell you what, it's where you get a, you know, as we all sort of look at it now and being there at one age, but you get a real appreciation of what sport means to kids when you watch them at that age. You can't forget that's where you started, don't you? Yeah, like, exactly. Yep. It's just fun and they yeah. get out there and they run around and... You know, the old beat of the honeypot, like there's a whole quarter, a whole football field, but you, you only need a phone box, really, don't you? They're all just wherever the ball is, that's just where every player is. So, yeah, for it. so yeah, so no, but get out and support some, some junior sport. And as I said, and a shout out to all of those volunteers and parents and that that do so much for, for kids when it comes to junior sports. They're the coaches, the managers, the referees, the score attendants, <laughs> the orange peelers, all oh, of the they above. They do it all. All of the yep. above. But anyway, so yeah, so shout out to all of those. Thanks for joining us again on the semi pros. We'll see you next week. That's my rock of the week. I think he's a dead set ghost. That's his strange beer, probably over his ceiling. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Isn't there a rule you can't nominate yourself as Diamond of the Week? It was just a spectacle. It was probably one of the better games we'll see. Just, just about doing, mate. Surely, there you go. That's outstanding. That much talent running around in our own backyard. Ladies and gentlemen, the semi pros. The semi pros. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. Let's go.